What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner of State 08s. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And I'm Fan. And today, we got new tunes for the people like you. Uh, quite an interesting week in terms of uh, music that at least I have never really heard of before. Uh, and we're going to start off right away with a band like that. Uh, Kyberspask. I'm probably butchering that name. Uh, and their album, Sea Bear. And uh, I'm going to have uh, Trent start us off with that one. So, um, if you know us, you know we, we like some interesting stuff sometimes. This is a little bit far out. <laughs> it's a stretch. Um, sure. Yeah, and it was actually funny because I remember putting a message in our chat that had said, uh, looking at the name Kyberspask, um, I figured it was going to be like some... Uh, some type of metal or some shit, you know? Because like we had like a Kvela talk and um, just you know those European metal band names that you just kind of assume. Um, they are from Siberia, but it's not metal at all. I mean, it's I I don't even know what they call it, industrial. It's like ambient, yeah, something along the lines of that ambient industrial whatever um it's too, too artsy five me literally yeah. yeah um it was weird uh, i went into it thinking it was going to be like a hardcore metal album and i <laughs> that first song i was like what the fuck am i listening to um i did not like the musical content too much but what i did like uh, is how I don't have my notes open. That's cool. Hold on. That's cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the... the What the album was, you know, is was it's a debut album. Um, it was just really weird. Um, it's like the, the music and stuff, I really didn't... didn't as the kids say, I didn't really vibe with it. Um, but the album overall, I liked because of the story behind it and everything uh, that the band does in this album for the love of Siberia and their heritage, which is really cool. Uh, and I was reading up on them and uh, it's just really cool. Like some of the names and stuff and some of the lyrics in the songs um, are like based off of um just like little things from Siberia. Like, uh, I think the name they said of their band, uh, was based off of a, uh, like a small dying village that was like really close to them. So it was just like, it, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, you know, seeing, um, people take their heritage and their culture into music. Like we saw last week, uh, with, uh, was it that that Nigerian album? I can't think of it. Uh, oh, Whatever it was. Oh wait, wait, the Mach Two guy, that solo artist dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just I I like when people put you know they can put their their love for their culture and music and that. Both of those bands are are two different you know two great examples. My bad. Um, so that's why I liked the album. Music overall was eh. I give it a music corner seven, uh, because of you know the love for siberia and their heritage which is really cool yeah for sure 
Yeah, this one was uh, quite a find for me when I uh, put this on for the week. Um, as usual, like I say on Facebook or Instagram, I usually get the notifications that, hey, this band is promoting their album. Check it out. And I'm like, all right, cool. And this is a, an interesting case, too, because this band actually does not even break a thousand likes yet on Facebook, specifically where I found it. So I was like, all right. Or so- I think they, I think they have maybe a thousand listens on spotify right yeah yeah it's uh, definitely or followers my man mm-hmm. it's in that range for sure on spotify so it's like all right a, a very new and growing band let's see you know what's good with this and uh you know some woman mongolian throat singing was not what i was expecting at all but we were gifted with that um along with the industrial dark you know pop electronic elements as well whatever you want to consider it it's a cool concept on paper uh the only thing i could say is i guess maybe the execution could have been better i mean i don't know it just even in the beginning i was actually somewhat like not even enjoying it but like getting it like okay this is actually like very interesting this is fun it's unique it's very unique i mean it's something like you know you were saying trend we did listen to some interesting stuff here and there but this is definitely an outlier to those uh interesting materials that we listen to so yeah it's just after a while even when i got to like the halfway point of the album it was both starting to get a little repetitive as well as just drowning or droning to me it was meh I, I couldn't really handle a lot of it but um one other compliment i can say is that like um the electronic parts were kind of reminding me a little bit of uh, that album. Oh, my God. I don't remember if it's the album name or the band name. It's kind of a combination of both. Uh, the Wolf Girl one. Smashing, you'll even know what I'm talking about. Remember? Oh, that shit. By Machine Girl. Yeah. It, the, the Only the electronic um, elements. Do you know that one, Trent? I don't know. It was the like I found out about it, and I'm pretty sure Sebastian too. Like through this one video, it was like this is the heaviest band of all time, or something that isn't a metal band or something. And it was about that because it's an electro. It's like a very hyper electronicy, you know, album. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend it with some good bass. Oh my god! What the fuck is it called? Uh, Wolf Girl. It's spelled W O L F G R L, I believe. It's by the band Machine Girl, and the cover's like this uh, wolf that looks like it was used in a 1980s horror film. It's sick. It's a sick album cover, and it's a sick album. But, like, uh, with this one, the, the Kyberspask one, it, like, some of those electronic elements were reminding me of Wolf or Machine Girl, just much more, like, toned down a little bit, less extreme. Uh, so I, I guess that was just something I would, like, you know, I could appreciate from it. But other than that, I just really don't have anything else to say about it. It was an interesting project. Could have been executed better, but it's a debut. So, I don't know. Maybe there's some room for improvement that I can even uh, enjoy, maybe for future releases by this band, if we even come across them again. But a four and a half out of ten for me on this one specifically. Uh, Sebastian, though, what would you think? Yeah, this is a rather interesting one that we got here, folks. Um, I'm not going to lie. I found myself enjoying certain aspects of it. Not all of it. Some of it was really hard to listen to with earphones on. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was very... I, I was on the brink of uh, getting some tinnitus with some of the mixing on this. And 
yeah, I know it's part of the style at some points, but it's just like, oh my god. And sorry if you hear like a random droning. That's the fan blowing on the mic here. It's but just the album, um, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's the album. It's sneaking in a couple jabs right here. But uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say. I I thought some of it was really cool. I thought the singing was really fucking cool. Uh, the album art I thought was pretty lit. I thought it was gonna be something about SpongeBob, but <laughs> it, it's just yeah it's it's there it's it's a it's an album and i'm gonna you know I'm, I, I hate to rate something like this because i really didn't know what was going on so i, I don't know I'm, I'm just not gonna rate it I, i'm just gonna say this is a listen to it yourself kind of thing i you can agree with that it really is a listen to yourself and kind of just figure it out because mm-hmm. it is it's really weird also i'm listening to that album right now the wolf girl one isn't it something? Fucking something. I'm like, holy shit, dude. This is insane. With the bass boost, too. Ugh, crazy. But, uh, alright. Moving along now, we have Serpent with Feet's new album, Deacon. Uh, Sebastian, take it away with this one. Ooh. I enjoy this one, folks. This one is a great album. I am just floored with this man's voice, 100%. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Albemar was beautiful, and not to mention his passaggio, a.k.a. the homie's falsetto, is crisp. Very good. Um, Other than that, it's very earnest in its feelings and the emotions that it's conveying, and that's what I really like about it. Uh, the percussion was... It was really, really well executed. Um, you know, one thing I always like about a rhythm section is to kind of carry the song's message even further through than just the voice or the guitar. You know, just having it really driving everything forward and just really getting like a march kind of thing going. Um, other than that, same size, same size shoe was probably my least favorite song on the whole album. It was a little bit too repetitive. Not a bad song. It was just kind of like the This Is America of this uh, little track list here. You know, it's just very repetitive. Not my thing. Um, other than that, I I think the ballads were really, really cool. And not to mention, you know, sung by, uh, you know, Pride Month boy over here. And it was really good. Honestly, I'm glad to glad to hear some more. uh same sex kind of love throughout uh songs stuff like that just showing how far we've come as a society and everything and i know it's been happening for years i mean walk on the wild side has been around forever now but uh you know it's it's just still cool nonetheless because you just don't get that over masculine kind of like vapid you know all bitches are sex toys kind of thing so it's pretty cool pretty cool to hear something sweet and nice about someone and yeah uh by far just one of the most artsy albums of the year i saw that this was called baroque pop by some people and i can kind of i i can kind of see it and um yeah it's really good i'm giving this one an eight out of ten all right trent what'd you think quick question did you you say broke or baroque baroque like, okay. uh, yeah, like 
I think it was like right after a renaissance period, right before something like that. Yeah, I don't like when people use those terms. It's just really? it, that that stuff kind of annoys me because, like, I'm like, like when people are like, "Oh, it's the you know, the new whatever." Like, oh, it's like I don't. It's like leave that stuff in the past. We gotta find some new shit. Oh, no, 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 that's not. It's just, like, the way the music is executed. It's not like I'm comparing it like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the next Beethoven or, you know, of Vivaldi, because that's a little bit okay. more from that era. Because I, more... I know a lot of people do that, too, and that's, like... Yeah, Baroque is, uh, they mean it in the actual sense of the word, not, like, saying this is, like, the new Baroque period or a new renaissance in music. It's, like, got it, got it, got more... It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wanted to... Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make. That's sure good. You clarify that because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody who also thought the same yeah. thing as me. Uh, because at first, I honestly did think you said broke pop, and I was like, "Is he broke?" <laughs> um, and then I realized it, and I was like, "Okay, no, yeah, that that does clear it up." Which is, yeah. And I can, you know, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Um, um. This is weird because I like literally had this whole thing, and then you say the song about like the same sex stuff. It completely changes the meaning of this album because I wasn't thinking about that stuff when I was listening to this. Um, because I like I wasn't really going much for the lyrical content as I was for the uh, instrumentation and the flow of the album the beats and stuff and how flowy the album was, it reminded me of Jordan a little bit. Our, uh, our, 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 boy. our boy West. Funky E dollar um, sign West. Yes. <laughs> um, and so you, you talking about like the links and stuff about like same sex. And I was like, that's not Jordan. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, uh, cause like, again, I wasn't really focusing on the lyrical content that much as I was with the, again, the flow and the instrumentation of the album, which was very nice uh, overall. Um, I am going to have to go back and like relook at the all the lyrics and stuff because that just slipped my fucking mind, apparently. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it could have been that I was listening to this in the grocery store, so I was just kind of like going up and out of the aisles, you know. And this is a very, it's a very calming album, um, I will say. Um for like this style of uh, pop kind of R and B, um, it it was really nice to hear, um, and I I gave it a seven, uh, nice music corner seven, because um, it, it's it's different for me to hear something like it, uh, but I didn't mind it. I actually enjoyed it, and uh, I got through the album. And I was like, oh, that was it? Well, it was just really nice. So, yeah. Um, with me. This album, I don't know. I, okay, here's here's some compliments I can give it. the The flow of it is nice. I love his vocals and everything. The l- lyrical content, beautiful, right? We love we love the gays here. Come on now, can't go wrong with that. Do we? Trent, do you have something to say? <laughs> um, but. I there was something I can't I still can't fully put into words what it was, but something just felt like it was missing on this album. I don't know if it was just an enhancement in the music itself. I don't know if it was maybe a few beats that could have been added to make it even more like you know 
fun for me personally. Um, but at the same time, it's like even if those were added, would that defeat the purpose of the album trying to be this like you know loving album? So I don't know. I guess it's just a personal preference of mine. Um, and it's even it's not even that long either. It's only like twenty nine minutes long, which is like that's fine because I feel like if it was longer for me personally, I would not have enjoyed it at all because it's just like you know stuff like that can just drag on for way too long and you're just like uh, you know but i don't know i feel like it's something i could definitely go back to and maybe give it another try um i did re- appreciate that once on a uh, heartstorm with now that one was pretty solid i like their uh vocals together with that one but yeah overall i i ended up giving it like a six out of ten but i might go back to it just you know for the hell of it see if there's something even better on the other side with this one on a second listen so yeah we'll see how that goes if i even do uh yeah give it a second listen so yeah but moving along now we have a new album from the band our hollow our home burn in the flood our hollow our home i've known these guys since their debut album and i was actually kind of excited to listen to this album too just because you know their debut album heartsick i believe it was called was a pretty solid debut and like you know it's metalcore you know me i'm the core kid here um so like the fact that like you know that was good and like every song really was just a banger i was like all right good high hopes i i can't remember if i listened to their second album from 2018 and honestly like i can even like briefly check my uh album ratings for 2018 here i i think i missed out on that album though because I don't remember a thing about it if I did listen to it. Yeah, I don't even have it listed here that I listened to it. So I think I missed out on that. But, I mean, they, this album's out now. So I figured, all right, let's, you know, let's see what the boys have been up to. What, they, what have they been cooking? And, you know, they're they're still going strong, I'd say, for, you know, for them being not as big of a band, obviously, in the States. I mean, in the UK, they're, I guess, a pretty decently sized band. Um, But... I, it was decent. This album was decent. There were definitely some big highlights here, like uh, Burn in the Flood, the title track. Excellent. In retrospect, um, Monarch, Overcast, Remember Me, Children of Manus. Great songs, you know. I, For some reason, I really wasn't too behind the clean vocals on this album. I don't know if it was just the execution of it or if there was too much of it. Um, but the one thing I really did not like about this album is the use of like this weird new metal somewhat rap flow that was thrown in on a few songs. I, I, I don't know. It was just very weird and very off for the album. I mean, it's nothing unusual. I mean, there's new metalcore where they combine new metal with metalcore and that's the norm of it. I mean, we listened to that Landmarks album earlier this year and that one was the definition of new metalcore and a very good and well uh you know executed album but this one i don't know i guess i i I could have gone without that a lot very much but even with that the uncleans are still very powerful very raw very low too which i can appreciate that they did for this album but um yeah i give it the music corner seven and I might even go back and listen to their 2018 one to see if, like, you know, maybe there was something I missed there that they decided to change it up. Or if this was a new first time that they were doing it for this album. I don't know, but it's still a solid band. Definitely worth checking out still, especially their debut album. Heartsick is solid. 
go ahead and do that if you haven't already. And if you're a fan of Metalcore. Uh, but yes, Sebastian, what did you think about this? Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I'm No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it's Metalcore. There you go. It's it, you know the screaming, it was good. The vocals, they were good. The only thing I would that was really of note here was that the song "Blood," though not that bad of a song, was kind of uh, kind of wince-worthy. Guess you can say in some segments that that was a little bit uh, I don't know hashtag cringe. I guess I hate saying that, but at the same time. Some parts, uh, the metal scene can get a little bit that sometimes. Like, you know, I'm in a big field and I'm with my bandmates or there's like a couple, like a teenage couple wearing eye makeup in the field or something. You know how that is. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so Music Corner 7. I- I'm sorry, I really just, I couldn't muster anything really to say about this album other than that. I get that, I get that. Trent? So this album. Um... I fucking lost my notes. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. My fu- my phone locked up on me. So, in my opinion, honestly, this album was too short. Um, but it was solid overall. Um, I like the guy's vocal range. It was a it was a good fit for the uh, you know what the album was. Um, and the instrumentation as well flowed really well with it. Um. You know, for a, a standard metal album like this, obviously I'm gonna like it. So uh, that's an eight out of ten for me. Uh, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, yeah, fair enough. Keep it short, sweet, you know. Short, sweet, and to the point. All right, well, we got halfway through the episode now. But before we continue, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we are back. Let's hop into it now with the new Burning Witches album, The Witch of the North. Trent, take it away. So, for anybody that knows me, you would think, hey, this is Trent's kind of album, right? Like, you got female metal band? That's right up my alley. However, first listen, I didn't really like it. Something about it was just off for me. Until... I'm getting through the album. I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm unloading groceries. And I am earbudding. I'm at home, you know, kind of, you know, headbanging a little bit. Because, you know, towards the end of the album, it got a little better. Getting it, originally, this album was about like a six for me. Until we got to the last track. I heard the guitar riff. And I was like... Are you fucking kidding me? And I waited. And then I started singing along. Um, and it, it's funny because the track, uh, Hall of the Mountain King, is a cover um, from the band Sabotage. Sabotage, the song Hall of the Mountain King, was one of the most pivotal songs for me in me discovering more music. It is one of my favorite songs from that, you know, 80s, 90s, kind of like early thrash era, you know, more hard rock type of stuff. 
Um, that is one of my favorite songs from that era. And I love Sabotage. Um, so when I hear this track, I like flip shit. I almost dropped the groceries I was putting away. And I was like, oh my God. So I go through the track. They did an amazing cover of this, by the way. Like, spot on. Um, her voice really fit it. I don't know who the lead singer is, but her voice was like perfect for this because Sabotage lead singer, he's got a higher, he has a higher voice. Um, so, but I went back and listened to the album and it made the album way much better. Um, so overall, this is my favorite album of the week. Originally a six out of 10. This is now a 10 out of 10. Um, Burning Witches, great job. 100%. If they came in concert, I would go see them. Um, we love females in metal, always. Yeah. Uh, one of my one of my favorite female vocalists, um, Tatiana from Ginger. Uh, and that actually, what got me more into um, females in metal was, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's the lead singer of Battle Beast. Uh, she's really, really awesome. Um, but this is great. Full female um metal band which is amazing and they did a fucking amazing job this is great i know that they're not new to this either they got a few few more albums um from like over the years um but great fucking job i'm gonna have to go back and listen to more of the this discography because this is fucking this is good shit um and i i praise y'all so good job with the cover good job the fucking album okay it was kick ass time out of time there you go, Sebastian. This one's pretty good. Um, yeah, her voice is gnarly, man. She she's got a really really good head voice on her. Uh, honestly, like her, I I guess she's like head voice screeches are just great. Honestly, I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, it's great to see like transcend all girl metal band. You know always got to represent from all from all senses um the drummer's timing is really really hard to keep up with at times not gonna lie i was uh trying to going through my favorite song lost of the lady of the woods jesus christ that one is by far just like the best and also it really fits with what i'm saying with the drums because it's like it's like a lot of uh double stops within and it um really just over accentuates every beat and i just i i love it love it a lot um a lot of and honestly there's a lot of soul in this gal's voice too it's really just it's soulful also powerful and it just it can clear the heavens as well awesome uh and i also love the book endings on the songs as well it's uh kind of like a bonus to have a cohesive narrative throughout the whole entire album um thrall the opening riff sounded like holy wars was i the only person who heard that mm, holy war like, i think I, I think i know you're talking about because i yeah. like some of the stuff like it was like woo. i think that's <laughs> like also like why i like it sounds good as like because like so some of the stuff sounds familiar, but like you know you can change it here and there. Um, right, but, right. 
Yeah, if you use pentatonic scale enough times, mm-hmm. you're probably going to sound like another thrash band at some point. Yeah, I was like, what, um, pentatonic scale and metal? I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, it just the way it was done, it because it, it was kind of like... And it's like going through that. It kind of sounded like the opening riff, The Holy Wars. Um, and then uh, Hall of the Mountain King, I thought that was going to be the... Uh, Edvard uh, Gregg's piece, and I'm talking about in the classical music sense, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know, I thought it was going to be that. Yeah, and... I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be that. And I'm like, oh, dude, I love what metal albums throw, like, classical music in there. It just, it fits so well together, and then, yeah, it wasn't that. But it's still a good song, nonetheless. Just thought it would be something a little bit different. Uh, this one is going to be another 8 out of 10 for me this week. Keep it up, gals. Pretty fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, of course we've been saying girls to metal, awesome. Can respect that element a hundred thousand percent. We love that shit. The power metal stuff, you know, it's it's not for me still, and this is no exception, unfortunately. But I mean, we're we're working on it here, right? We've already got some acceptable ones for me this year with like uh the thrash metal side of things like Angelus Apatrida. Remember that one? That was a pretty solid thrash album. Surprised I even loved it as much as I did. But uh, it's just, I can't get behind this and everything. And I know, like, Trent, you were just praising the hell out of that Hall of the Mountain King cover, but um, the one thing about that that I don't know why it bothered me so much was when she was doing, like, that, that metal harsh laugh kind of thing. I oh they, see that's that's how sabotage does it like the cover is like literally like that right like right. in the middle where she was like ah, ah. yeah that's that's how I'm like oh, oh that yeah yeah oh, that's in the yeah that's if you if you listen to like them back to back like there it is like hundred percent spot on I bet so yeah and that's it, I explained the way I like it already right, right. it's just ooh. And I can understand, you know, why you, you wouldn't like that. So it's, it hurts me a little bit, <laughs> but it's okay. I jab the power metal, you jab the metal core. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, like, nevertheless, it's just something that's not for me in general. Um, overall, I gave it like a 4 out of 10. It was my least favorite one of the week. Um, but, you know, we're trying here. We'll see. Maybe one day I will give a power metal album a solid 8 out of 10 at the very least. That that will be the day. Or at, or at least a 7.5 even. That will be the day. You know? So, stay tuned for that and maybe the future. Who knows? But moving along now, we have a new album from Briston Maroney called Sunflower. Sebastian, go ahead. I'm just gonna say right now, I didn't like this one. Um, yeah, I I've been really not into the indie pop rock kind of sound recently, and yeah, it's it's a five. I'm just gonna put the middle there. There is nothing I can say about that I haven't said about another album that I feel on this caliber of a five. So keeping that that. Fair enough. I get it. You know. This is the kind of album that I would usually feel exactly the same way for, but for some reason that I maybe have a justification for and it might make sense, I really enjoyed it. 
I actually enjoyed what I was hearing on this album. From the moment it started, I was like, okay, all right. And then just, you know, sinking, I'm pretty sure it was the first song. And I was like, all right. Then Bottle Rocket. Then It's Still Cool If You Don't. Then Freeway. Then Deep Sea Diver. I'm like, okay, I'm actually, like, vibing with it. But why? I guess it was just because it was a something I listened to on my morning commute to work and like with how the day was looking I mean it was like a sunny day like the the fog was like you know really high that day it was pretty dense and like you know with the sun being covered up but like you know just everything about it was very atmospheric for me so just listening to this kind of music with that definitely gave a big boost to this album and like it's nothing special right I mean it's something that we've all heard before within the same style of music. But I don't know. Even, like, some of the lyrical content, I was like, this is, like, this is nice. I don't know. It's very soothing. It was very calming. It was a calming drive. And I, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe if I listen to it as a standalone, you know, if I'm just, like, sitting around playing games or just like doing whatever and it comes on and maybe I'll be like eh not really in the mood it's kind of like one of those you gotta be in the mood for albums and considering it's a debut album too I mean hey go off you know excuse me uh but yeah I gave this an 8 out of 10 to my wildest surprise it was my second favorite album this week uh but yeah Trent what'd you think ha ha Sebastian, I'm in full agreement with you. I did not like it. I don't like the modern nasally alt bullshit. It's very it's repetitive. Just, it's very. Repetitive. It is so repetitive. One, one. I'm gonna. I have a specific example here. Uh, in the song, uh, was it cinnamon? Yes. The uh, the the first line of the song uh, being another day, another truck stop, cup of coffee in the states. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What? Why? What the fuck, dude? That's why I didn't like, save that song either. Cause, <laughs> oh my god, man, it was, it it wasn't cringy, but I was like the entire time, like, fuck me, dude. Like, oh man, I could, I couldn't handle it. I just, I've, I've talked about this type of alt so many times of why I don't like it. It's, oh man. Gives me a fucking headache. (laughs) (laughs) It's, oh. Like, I'll I'll give, like, the atmospheric stuff, I can understand, Nate. Like, that stuff wasn't too bad, but Mm -hmm. like, it's just, why is this the new thing that everybody's going to? I don't understand. It's not good. It's not. It's so repetitive and just sappy bullshit that nobody cares about. And if I, I don't I feel care. like if they just switch it up a little bit and sound. Switch it, it up a little bit. You the beats and instrumentation and stuff is okay. Switch up what the fuck you're writing about and how you're portraying that. Because like if I'm sitting here singing like this with my nasally voice, and I'm singing about another truck stop cup of coffee. Like, I don't... Oh, man. I don't have a rating for it, man. I don't. I just don't like it. Unrateable. I it, might, it, it might not go... It's probably not going to go on my least favorite this year just because, like, it's forgettable. 
but it could be an honorable mention. You never know. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. It's not like Fiona Apple bad, so. <laughs> Fiona Apple from last year. How was that, that critically acclaimed? Holy shit. <laughs> Crazy. We don't have time to unpack all that. Right, but we do have time for one more album to talk about. Last album of the day here, Rise Against Nowhere Generation. I got a good amount to say about this album. Uh, going off the bat here, though, just going to say I enjoyed it. And that's actually saying something because their last album, Wolves, was a bit of a disappointment. In fact, it's probably the worst album that they've put out since maybe their debut. But even then, the debut wasn't all that bad. Um, this was also around the time of, like, you know, Trump had like not long after got into office and everyone was being very political especially the punk bands and everything and this album of course showed that a lot about you know feelings and everything towards that and just you know the world in general they're very like you know they write songs about a lot of problematic issues in the world and politics and like usually I'm not all for that or anything but like they have such a good sound to me and I'm like a pretty big fan of them I can say definitely that it's I can look past a lot of it and just be like all right I can enjoy the music itself but that album specifically was too much they went a little overboard with that one and there was barely anything memorable off that album um but with this one I uh, just from the first single alone uh I guess it was Broken Dreams Incorporated, but Nowhere Generation, the one that actually, like, you know, promoted the album, uh, the title track, I mean, it was going to be political. I was, I, I, I was already prepared, you know, like, I was like, all right, like, let's just go based off the sound here, let's see what's up. And, you know, on this album, they do a great job of kind of blending some of their older album materials within this one, you know? Like, the first song, The Numbers, gave me, like, vibes from their album's, uh, the Appeal to Reason and Endgame, you know, I was very pleased with that opening track. It was actually very memorable. Sudden Urge, the next track, has, like, one of the catchiest choruses that, like, you know, they've written in a while, I'd say. Uh, Nowhere Generation, like I said, it's a very catchy song. Talking to Ourselves is decent, too. So is Broken Dreams, Incorporated. Uh, but now we're going to get to the part where I'm going to, like, kind of, like, you know bash this album a bit here and say that Forfeit, the acoustic track, is easily the worst acoustic track that Rise Against has ever written. Every album, at least uh, since their Siren Song of the Counterculture, I believe, they have at least one acoustic track a part of it. Uh, maybe with a couple exception albums, but they usually write one acoustic track for each album, and I don't know, dude. Like Something about this one just felt very unenthusiastic it felt very underwhelming i was not pleased at all with it even listening to this album a second time i was still like not i wasn't feeling it I, they've written better acoustic tracks i think even on wolves if they did have one while it wasn't memorable it was probably still better than this one and that's saying something I just was not pleased with it. Uh, and another thing, too, lyrically on this album, it's not their best lyrical stuff. I mean, it's pretty generic and basic stuff. I mean, it, it's not their best lyrical work, but it's good still. It's acceptable. It's an, a huge improvement from their last album. Um, and even then, like, towards the end of the album, too, while it might be, like, you know, 
tiny bit forgettable. There's still like good heavy moments on the album. I forget which one it was. I think it was like Sounds Like or Sooner or Later. Uh, Tim, the vocalist, does some like screams too, which is something that like he doesn't really do too often. And I was actually really pleased to hear some of that again, especially since like, you know, it's been since some of their older material that he's even done screams. And it shows because on this one, his screams were a little choppy because I can tell from doing this for so many years that his voice is starting to give away, you know, hence why their last actual album was uh, all acoustic. It was a compilation of like some of their other songs that they'd written in the past done acoustically. Cool stuff, but like it was probably to take a break from all the harsher vocal styles that he's done. But nevertheless, this album's great. Really enjoyed it. Uh, don't think it's going to make a top 10, but it's going to make an honorable mention. I can almost guarantee that for sure. So 8 out of 10 for me. Definitely glad that they're back on track here with making some good music. Uh, Sebastian. So Rise Against has always been a, a band that's been just there for me. Um, I, I hate to put them in that category, but... Honestly, I kept thinking to myself, am I listening to a Dropkick Murphys album? <laughs> I, I just, I don't, not the instrumental, definitely not that, but more on the lines of the voice. The guy just sounds like he just spent like the last 20 years in like an Irish pub, just only drinking Guinness and then having beer battered cod. Like this guy just literally sounds like a Irish like punk band at this point. Um... Or Scottish, I don't, I don't really know too much to be honest. Um, but all that aside, some of the songs are pretty good in this. Uh, I definitely agree with Nate. This is uh, forfeit is probably the weakest song on this one for me. Um, I really didn't like that one too much, but the um, the nowhere generation, I thought that was a pretty pretty decent anthem. Um, other than that, just nothing too crazy, man. I'm I'm not the I, I don't really emote too well with the Rise Against band because I don't really listen to them ever and they're just kinda of there. I mean it's good radio fodder. I don't know. I, I hate to say it like that. They're not a bad band, not a bad group, probably fun in concert. I, just not my thing. So I'm gonna give this one a music corner seven. I hear ya. And uh to actually go off of what you just said there, I can confirm that they're awesome in concert, having seen them nine times total in my life. Uh, band I've seen the most live ever too I mean can't go wrong with them just wanted to throw that out there uh, but Trent what did you think of this one I was going to say it by saying Nate <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you're going to hate me for this Rise Against was one of those bands again where everybody listened to it so I said I can't listen to Rise Against um <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, not for everyone. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And then at some point I did try to listen to Rise Against. Um but I just didn't You didn't do it correctly. Uh, I didn't do it correctly, apparently. No, I just the the way it was, I didn't like it at the time. Um Yeah, it was uh I liked the album uh a little bit. Um but yeah, just never really was a big fan of this album, though. Uh, I do have to say the change from 
uh, you know, starting out with all that, that heavy, heavier stuff and then moving on to the acoustic was nice. And then when Nate and I talked about this album uh, before we started recording and he told me about every, um, you know, on every uh, album, they do at least one acoustic track that I think is really cool. Um, so I'm giving them brownie points for that one because um, we have talked about before on the podcast about um, having a, an album flow really well and if you know you're going to have one acoustic track on the album you know you would you know where to put it in the album so the album still sounds good when played through and i think that with this album uh the acoustic track was placed really well um and it, i actually didn't mind the acoustic track that might that is probably like one of my favorite tracks off this album is that acoustic track i know nate says that's like the worst one but um, uh, hey hey dig what you dig Exactly. You'll, you'll probably have to go back and show me some of their acoustic stuff because I knew them as just like a hard punk band, you know? Mm-hmm. I know they do acoustic stuff, but um, I might have to go back and listen to that acoustic album, actually. Might have to send me that. Yeah, if you if you um, like very mellow, chill stuff, it's that's, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I might do that. That'd be, that'd be cool. I could do that. Um, but yeah, I, I gave it a nice music corner seven, um, which is surprising because I never thought I would like a Rise Against album. Um, but yeah, that that was my take on it. Short, sweet, to the point. Bada bing, bada boom. Got him. There you have it. All right. That's going to do it for the new albums this week. But before we go, let's get some music recommendations. I got one already set here. Uh, I'm going to go with Citizens Youth. I don't believe I've talked about this album before, but we've talked about the band, considering they came out with an album earlier this year, uh, which was a decent album. I mean, it's not. it's something that can quite possibly go like, you know, be forgettable you know but like still good nevertheless if you want to listen to it um but youth that is the album that is memorable at least to me i mean the idea of like combining like this emo style of music emo indie you know music with like grunge almost with this album it fits perfectly with the band you know i'm almost like kind of sad that they don't really do an album like this ever again. I mean, their later work has been definitely more, like, alternative, I guess, but you're not going to get another youth. That is just something that, like, you know, is going to stay where it is. But, um, yeah, man, I, these songs are like, Figure You Out, The Summer, How Does It Feel, uh, Drown Out, or, I'm sorry, Drawn Out, my bad. Uh, great songs, great album. Definitely check it out if that's your thing. Uh, but yeah, Sebastian. So with mine, I'm going to do a... There we go. Uh, I'm going to do a... Um, what I call a single, because I haven't heard much of this band just yet. But at the same time, I do want to give them a shout because we were talking about women in metal. Uh, I'm going to recommend out here Holy Roller by Spirit Box. Yes. Oh. I Yo. I was I was very uh I was very happy that I was I was shown this uh song recently. You know, she has a very gnarly voice and uh, yeah, I was like I was just surprised the whole time like damn, this is really fucking good. Hey, hey, boys! So, uh, not to cut you off, Sebastian, but boys, uh, September seventeenth, the debut is coming. Okay, I respect. Oh, let's go! Big nut, dude. Big respect. So excited. Big nut. Yeah, Holy Roller okay. is incredible. That is a great song. 
and it's gonna be yeah. on that album too so that's even makes me even happier yeah because i'm i'm very sad that it's there's no uh there's nothing but singles as of right now and then like a small ep they have two eps actually oh okay okay yeah but, but like yeah. there it's gonna be a great album cannot wait to review that one uh but yeah good shit trent what do you have for us today uh, I'm actually going to go with an album from 1987, uh, if we don't mind kicking it back a little bit. Um, and it is Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> Saw this coming. <laughs> I thought about not doing it. Actually, actually, I do have a second one, really quick. Um, but so, Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage, 1987 album. Uh, it's only 40 minutes. Um that makes it a good metal album in my eyes. Um, now, Hall of the Mountain King is like literally like the middle track of the album, um, and it you know it really makes it. Um, the entire album is really good though. I don't know if you're liking it. Probably not. Sebastian, you might you might like it. Um, Sabotage as a whole, uh, they do go kind of like uh, at different ends of the metal spectrum. Uh, which is really good. They have some slower songs. They have some, you know, more thrashy songs. Um, but overall, uh, this is not my favorite Sabotage album, uh, but this is a fucking good one. Um, and because they did that uh, cover, I figured I would just throw it in there. Uh, and then actually my second recommendation, uh, our boy Dylan Drastic put out two more singles, I believe, on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so go uh, we had an interview with him a, a little bit ago uh go check out his tuna singles i haven't heard them yet but um i am gonna listen to those like tomorrow or something when i'm driving he's a great so, artist definitely worth checking he out. is a great artist i do want to collab with him at some point uh we him and i have talked about it um i just gotta i gotta fix my fucking guitar my e-string broke oh, <laughs> no. strings, bro, maybe down song. Yeah, I know you and I talked about it, Sebastian, like yeah. collabing with them. That'd be really easy, but yeah, that I that's mine. You got Hall of the Mountain King by Sabotage and uh and Dylan's new stuff. So There you go. All right. Well my boys, thank you for joining me today. Yeah. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Winner of State Awaits, and we are signing off.